You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past the hour, you got uh, the Rick and Bubba show. Well, uh, so we move forward. Our number's 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll chat with you today. On the program, America, we'll unpack the story. Since the last time we were all together, we do have updates for you uh, and new topics that I'm sure you'll be bringing to the table today. The kickoff hour is done for the day. That is Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy. Uh, they're still here. We'll all join them going forward. Eddie Van Adler settles in to his seat. He'll be driving the YouTube channel for you, uh, live and archived. Enjoy that. Uh, subscribe at rickandbubba.com so you get all the uh, alerts when something is about to start. Like I told you yesterday, we had friends sheltering in Israel, and he was showing me his alert that the Rick and Bubba show was about to start uh, watching that from Jordan uh, as they uh, made their way into Jordan and thankfully got on the plane home yesterday so that was uh looking forward to hearing those updates when when they get back uh so uh we have uh, updates on that israel is responding uh we have that uh, there's uh, of course uh, major league baseball playoff action uh we've got that update today some updates on other stories that we were working on but we are missing the silver tongue one the man with the golden voice professional lunch eaters man of the year the inventor of pizza and a cup shakespeare's worst nightmare in the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bursi! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Why didn't you call me? I thought I'd see you again. So, Bubba, we, uh, I was hitting some of the stories we're working on. Now, there's one story I'm not sure of. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy announced something yesterday, but the way he talks, I couldn't understand what he said. So right, I, I, right. I don't know what, but it was some yeah, kind well, of, it was some kind of announcement, but I, yeah, I, we'll I, get to that I, today. I, I That's on the list. No, uh, I, I thought, I don't know what was just said, but, uh, uh, I, uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, well, I bet a rally of his is tough. Great. He jumped down and pumped out 50 pushups. Yeah. Great. You said it. We've all said it. I, I tried yesterday, honestly, when he did his announcement, which we'll talk about, <laughs> I tried to picture myself listening to that through an entire presidential campaign, and I don't think it's possible. And, and I, I agree. And, I mean, and God you forbid want... he were to win, then you got. I mean, it's well, painful. The it's State painful. Of the union picture that. Yeah, it's painful to watch our current president stumble and bumble around. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's hard enough. But I'm I'm not so certain that that listening to that in a long speech might even be worse. Yeah. It's almost to the point that if you're like the, you know, maybe the people he's consulting with about his run, look at him go, I'm going to be honest with you. Your ideas and stuff. We're going to work on that and they're good, but we can't get past that voice. I just don't think you can be elected just because you sound like that. Yeah. Well, I doubt a Kennedy would ever take advice. That no, you can't, thank you. You can't Bo. move forward. If maybe uh, we, you know, move him into, you know, it's kind of, even though it's a different thing, I would much rather hear Gary Palmer talk than than Kennedy. Right. Well, if I but, could hear Gary, yeah. But but you know, boy, Gary, that's a that's quite a comparison. Well, you know, Gary Gary's not very loud, and he's um, <laughs> he's very he's not professional. Not very. He is very not, laid back. Not very dynamic. 
and so but he's his ideas mm-hmm. are incredible mm-hmm. uh you know he his what the thing the policies and the what he knows about our country and all that is is invaluable to our country and and he does defend uh, what's right correctly so but you know not everybody has that flair is what i'm saying and I know the Kennedy name has that flair, but I don't think we can get past the issues he has with his voice. And I, I don't mean to, to be insensitive about it. I'm just talking about being practical about it. Right, right. Yeah, well, I mean, it is it's very, very, very tough to listen to. Uh, Biden is very tough to listen to. Um, yes, he is. But at least there's entertainment in that. I can be entertained it's, it's, by, by it's in a, a sad, sad, sad from, entertainment. Well, yeah. to keep from crying, but mm-hmm. but but I can watch Kennedy because of our sick sense of humor. Not Kennedy, uh, <laughs> Biden because of our sick sense of humor, yeah. and actually <laughs> laugh at how ridiculous this is. Mm-hmm. And 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 not that I would make fun of someone who's going through what he's going through. But if you're going to try to play a game with me and pretend that you really not only can currently run the country, but give <laughs> us another four. Four years. I'm sorry. Yeah, come on. If you are going to play in that uh, that game, then I have the right to laugh. Yeah, yeah. Be- because that's a joke. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're that silly, you deserve to be laughed at. I guess. Yeah. So so we'll we'll do we'll we'll look at that. So Kennedy has decided what he's going to do, and I think it was his only choice. Um, and uh, as as you guys were saying, we had the more response from Israel. Yeah, they're uh, hammered down pretty good on yep. the Gaza. It looks like yep. this morning, yep. Um, yep. and uh, still amassing literally hundreds of thousands of troops on the border looks like preparing for a full uh land invasion so still um, still don't understand hamas's play on this what <clears throat> what they thought they were going to accomplish but other than just kill some some jewish people and but, they did um, they've they've killed over 900 people yeah. so far and maybe that's all uh, they want thousands to more wounded 11 of them were americans mm-hmm. Uh, we actually had some Congress people in uh, Tel Aviv that got out, mm-hmm. even though they wasn't being directly threatened. You know, when your country's oh, under attack, it has to concern you. You said not 900, and they did, by the numbers, as far as their population and ours, what that's equivalent to. And oh, it'd yeah. be like 30,000 yeah. Americans. Yeah, it's a, it's a massive number. It, you, can't, you can't allow it to go on. And I, I hate it for the people in the Gaza Strip sure, who are... Sure somewhat innocent in this um that wanted no part of it but when you allow these terrorists to set up and store rockets and make plans in your neighborhood and your basement you're going to be responsible for it so that's uh, yeah. just that they are going to hammer down and they need to they need to make it so there's no way they can do this again for a long long time no you're right and i do hate when people get in that situation but you you hit on it right and of course what you're, what they were talking about on the comparing is you know israel is about the size of new jersey <clears throat> yeah. right. the entire country yeah and uh, and so uh, but you know, and I remember going through this where I may not be a drug dealer and I may not even be doing drugs, but if I make the decision that I know that drug dealers and people doing drugs live in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. then when the police decide to come in and shut the place down, I might get caught in Yeah, that. Yeah, you're going to you know, get caught in the traffic stops, the, the home sweeps, right. the you know shootouts and everything else. So, so at some point you have to decide that you're not going to be around those kind of people or try to eradicate them yourself because you don't want them to bring death and destruction on you and your family. But, um, I mean, when, when they did what they did, um, then that put everybody who is not involved in it in danger, just like the people who were doing a, a music festival, you know, on, uh, uh, a piece. And, you know, we had some friends that were there and one of the reasons they picked this time to go, you know, this is when they, uh, they celebrate the the festival of the booths. They they remember that it's supposed to be a very joyous time of celebration right. in Israel, mm-hmm. which is why they picked that time to attack. 
Um, and so, yeah, we had uh, some some friends that one of them was leading a group uh, in Israel for the very first time. And this happened on wow, the very first time that wow, they took, wow. but they all got out. And it looked bad for a while that, that they, they didn't know how they were going to get out, but they, they did find their way to Jordan and then I then out. So, hmm. so anyway, one of the guys is in the Wednesday Bible study, and I think, well, he's got some stories tomorrow. So, yeah, uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah. so that, uh, uh, so we'll update you on all that. Get your phone calls. There's a lot to cover. Bubba, it looks like, I, you know, something you don't want to read in the headlines. You think what we've talked about is scary. Jeopardy fans are outraged. Jeopardy? The Jeopardy, Jeopardy fans are mad about something. I don't know what they're mad about. I just see the headline, Jeopardy fans outraged. <laughs> well, there's no you, telling. You don't want to get them mad. <laughs> uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The Rick and Bubba Show, we're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. So, um, do you want to talk about Kennedy, what he did? Let's not play it because it's hard to hear. But Well, let's hear it. Let's, uh, let's, 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 let's hear it as it is so everybody will know exactly how we are here. We'll, uh, do we have it? No, I don't think we have it. Yeah, we, I, we do. Just do get, he needs some seconds. Yeah, yeah you just need some time. Uh, just let me know. I, I, I really honestly was being serious. I, the reason why I didn't tell you to get it ready, I honestly don't want to hear it. Yeah. But, but I well, mean. Well, you want to cover another topic. Yeah, we can. Uh, until I, until I we just, get there. Yeah, and this was we were just, talking about We just talked all through the commercial breaks. I didn't know what we were even going to talk about. Well, I know, yeah, well, I know, I yeah. know, and maybe that's what we need to talk about. I, mm-hmm. I have an email here. We were talking about this yesterday with this conflict going on in the Middle East and Israel and yeah. and uh, the Gaza Strip. Uh, said uh, this is from Dina. She says, "Rick and Bubba, could you please explain why they hate Israel so much?" Okay, well that's easy. Yeah, we we, we can explain that. See, it, until you um, until you and, and we've said this before, and I apologize for some of you, it's repetitive. But anytime we deal with this Middle Eastern thing, especially the Palestinians and, and, and the Jews, if you don't understand that, that God gave a portion of land to his people as part of his covenant with Abraham. promised with, by Abraham, to yeah, Abraham. Yeah. Abraham. And so that, that belongs to them. Now, they have tried which, which uh, you've heard some, some even Netanyahu mentioned at one time. He said, you realize there's, we don't have all the land we're supposed to have now. No, no. And, and so there, there, was an, there was an attempt to give some of that land to try to see if that, that would not appease. The, the, you've got two people who both claim to be the chosen people of God. Yep. One of them is correct, and one of them isn't. Uh, and if we if we have a biblical worldview and we are followers of Jesus Christ, even though he's mentioned as a prophet and a teacher by Islam, he is not called God. Right. Uh, and and we believe that Jesus is the Son of God and is God, uh, because that's what the Holy Scriptures tell us in the New Covenant, and that's where redemption is found in Christ and Christ alone. So. Even though the Hebrews that that have that have not decided to believe that Jesus was the prophesied Messiah, even though many have, and their numbers are growing, by the way, uh, we still stand with God's chosen people because He is working out this situation with them, and God's relationship to the Hebrews and His relationship 
to the Gentiles is is a different relationship. Now, I'm not talking about in the church. Now, in the church, right. the Hebrew and the Gentile are equal and the same. But but he is going. We're grafted in. Right. He's going to be. As a matter of fact, at the end, in, it's, it's actually their their vine. We're grafted in. Yeah. As a matter of fact, in the tribute, yes, they they are the vine. We, and, uh, matter of fact, Jesus told us if my father got upset with the vine, do you realize how easy he would throw the wild branch grafted in? They're the original branch, and he's the vine dresser. All y'all are is a wild branch that got grafted in. Yep. And so uh, we're but, the add-ons. We're the add-ons. So anyway. When you're looking at this situation, we even know in the end times, in the tribulation, that there's going to be 144,000 Hebrew evangelists that will be some of the greatest evangelists for Jesus that the world has ever seen. Uh, but the situation right now is, and, and you need to know this, the Arab world, they do not want a little bit of Israel. They want all of Israel. They do not want Israel to exist. And until you understand that, uh, you don't understand this conflict because you keep thinking, well, well, there's some some little deal they can make, and 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 everybody two state and, and, and two and state that. system, yeah. and everybody and, and, and everybody can get along. That's not going to happen uh, yeah, until the Lord Himself returns and brings uh, peace. And I say, when He brings peace, this this earth's going to be gone. It's going to be eradicated. There'll be a new Jerusalem. There'll be a new heaven. There'll be a new earth. Uh, but and the old will be gone, and as Jesus said, the the current heaven and earth must pass away. He said that himself. So, but the point is, there's a disdain there because there 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 are two groups of people that both claim to be God's chosen people, and you have to understand that that that's a much bigger deal than I'm a Democrat, you're a Republican. Yeah, and and yeah. it even goes back yeah. to when Moses led the Israelis, uh, the Hebrews at the time, out of. Egypt, right? He was not allowed to go into the Promised Land because of a sin he committed. Moses, yeah. Joshua was given the reins right. to go, right? And they said, "Here's the Promised Land," and guess what? Somebody was living there, right? And God told them to go and basically kill everybody there and take it. And so, some people have a problem dealing with that. Joshua's a hard book to understand sometimes, but it, it's really not. If you understand it was God's to do what he wanted to with it. Yeah, th those those who oppose God and those who oppose God's people, God is a jealous God, not just for worship, but he's a jealous God for his people. And when he says that this belongs to these people, you know, if you look at it, you can say, well, the, the Hebrews went in. And took the land, and they did, but they took it supernaturally. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. God is who eradicated their enemies. He, right. just, he just said, "If you go, I'll, I'll, I will eradicate." Remember what marching around the walls? Right. Yeah. You know, the walls yeah. fell down of Jericho. Yeah. You know all those stories. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's all recorded in the Bible. Right, and and of course, this is all part of obedience. You know, I think we live in a time. I say this all the time, and I'll even say to the church. We want the walls of Jericho to fall, but we don't want to march. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and uh, so so. Uh, um, <laughs> We're like, no, don't don't ask anything. Yeah, of us. Yeah. Um, so obedience, can't we just keep uh, uh, abusing this grace and we'll be okay anyway? Mm -hmm. uh, so you have you have the this this land that was given to the Hebrews by God, and then you have uh, the offspring of Abraham's other son uh, that was not the covenant son, uh, and they want it too. Uh, and that's why these two groups of people, I'm not talking about everyday people walking around in their lives, but when you get down to the heart of those that, that want to wage war, they want to wage war because they think the Hebrews should be eradicated. 
And the Hebrews say we will not be eradicated because God has told us we will not be eradicated and we oppose all enemies of Jehovah. And then you have another group that says we oppose all enemies of Allah. And then here we go. So you're, you're and, not, and, you're, you're not going to work that out. And he, here's the other Other thing. by all out victory. It, it, as Americans, and I think civilized people, we all want to see peace. Mm-hmm. We all want everybody to get along. But we were told also in the Bible, there will not be peace in this area till Jesus himself comes back right. and calls everybody out. And then for the third trip comes and actually lands on the ground. Right. And and any attempt to do that is wasting your time. Yeah. Now, it's great to make overtures to do that. Right. But I know we had a former president who confided in someone that we knew. He said, that's why I'm not wasting time on it, because you can't you can't solve this problem with natural negotiations, it just is not going to happen. And if you're a nation outside of all this, you just have to pick a side, and then and then go out and let and, and win. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bubba, we do have Kennedy. Uh, we we do have this ready to go. Uh, now I want you to listen to this announcement. Okay, uh, he's now he's decided he will not represent either party, uh, and of course this is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, and, uh, here is the announcement and, and Greg, I know you have a special sensitivity to this. So let's try to picture this, uh, for a long period of time. Here we go. I mean, it's, uh, it, uh, uh Addy, uh, Addy's uh, waving. Uh, so, um, I was going to play it at 1.25 speed to make it better, but you want the yeah. actual experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give us yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. The real play, experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here, here, here's his real voice. At hotels and malls on the street. And they remind me that this country is ready for a history-making change. I'm sorry. They're ready. They are ready to reclaim their freedom, their independence. And And that's why I'm here today. I'm here to declare myself an independent candidate. Terrible work by the camera people. Yeah, really. I know your signs are important, but yeah. if you can't see your candidate on national TV, it doesn't help. Or much. read your sign. I yeah. felt like the sign was protecting us from it as well. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, for a minute to not be, be doing a white balance, and I, I thought, like no, it's speak not to going away. American people. And what? And what did everybody tell us was wrong with? Are you going to be him? Work on it, Greg. We're going to have to have somebody just going and do the impression. Now, somebody told us what the problem was, and I forgot. Something's wrong with his vocal cords. What, what is, now, he what, did some push-ups, but he can't talk very good. What is it called? There's, spasmatic. He's uh, got some spasmatic got vocal cord or something. Spasmatic dysphonia? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, Greg, you need to be a quiver, not just the. Yeah, the it's got. A quiver. It's got uh, I know. It's, if you're at that point. Seriously. If you're at that point. That's good, Rick. Makes my throat hurt. Don't you go to the robot voice or something? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. I think so. I mean, Stephen Hawking or something. You yeah, know I, what I mean? I, I, no, you know, it scared me. I know, but that doesn't scare you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, I want you to picture right now. Abby, and if can you're you, a Kennedy, can you, can, can, can Kennedy's just go home. I mean, they just cannot can. go home, can they? I didn't think. What's Ken- he been doing all these years? He, he was he, a congressman was that for a while, wasn't he? I don't know. Okay, so now think about this. I don't I know want y'all to think about, think about, you know, and I know Halloween is this month. Think about, it has nothing to do with presidential anything. You don't even know who this is. But this is the character in a scary movie 
And this is how it talks. Oh, I know. I, I, so, I know. So, so picture this. Like all of a sudden. And that's why I'm here today. I'm here to declare myself an independent candidate. I'm going to get you. I'm coming into my house. When you say it like that, yeah, it does. Yeah, right. So. Independent candidate. I'm going to be independent. Um, I, I, I just, I mean, I hate he's in that situation. And I know, I mean, I can't even hear his ideas. I know. You know, I, I might even agree with his ideas. Who, who, Somebody would say, man, I thought what he said right there, that, that, what do you think about that? I said, I, I don't know. I couldn't hear anything. I was just protecting myself. Do you he, feel he like. He just said he was going to cut income tax in half. I said, no, I didn't even hear it. I didn't hear it. I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> do you, do you so, feel like this will, will affect Biden or, or Trump more? Well, it should affect Biden more. Uh, I mean, he's not going to win. Can he pull off a percentage or two? I mean, that could be the difference in the race. That's. Uh, that's basically what Ross Perot did to Daddy Trump. I mean, Daddy uh, Bush. So, um, you know, does it matter? I, actually, what's funny if you look at his positions on things. Now, I know he gets uh, painted as a as a uh, a vax extremist sometimes, but a lot of his positions were more mainline I Democrat uh, twenty years ago. Right. But it looks like he's almost a Republican now. You know. No, when you look right. at his and even where uh, JFK was, you know, on on uh, on money policies, you know. No, I I think I, Bubba, I think honestly, <clears throat> I think you make a point, and and I know there's some it shows you how far the left they've made. Yeah, I know there's some Democrats out there that will just literally scream, you know, when when we say this. Well, it's true. But wait a minute. If John F. Kennedy showed up today, right? I mean, right now, just walked out of yeah. time. Okay, he would be a Republican. Mm-hmm. He would not be a Democrat. Yeah, not yeah. not the current state of the, he, he of the wouldn't, progressive. He wouldn't be. Yeah, he wouldn't be uh, mainstream. He'd be about like what RFK is here on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. I th- I'm gonna go a step further because you know honestly, um, I don't think you would have had John F. Kennedy. You know how you hear people say, and and I certainly have heard this. You know, socially and behavior wise, sometimes the the evangelicals that not 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 the political e- evangelicals, but the the people who are serious about their faith, they have a hard time embracing Trump because he makes them uncomfortable. Right. He makes right. me uncomfortable. And and we will say, but yeah, he's not an enemy of the church. He right. may he may not be truly part of the church, but he's not an enemy of the church. Right. I think you could take John F. Kennedy, and I know he's Catholic, but I'm talking about whether he was a good practicing Catholic. You know, he certainly had issues with skirts and yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah. But but I think you would look at his policies and say, though he may not be living it out, he's not an enemy of the church. Right. I, you know, you could right. almost hear. I, I know y'all hear what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm making a comparison between the candidate Trump and what and what John yeah. F. Kennedy would be like. You would probably have those same struggles, but you would go his his economic policies. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, you would probably embrace, yeah, if you're yeah. on the right, you know. And, yeah, well, he he yeah. was he yeah. was he was very uh, market driven guy. Yeah, I know we think that a person with a voice like that can never be the president, but we also thought that a person with a middle name Hussein could never be the president. Well yeah, said, that's a good one. Well said. No, I think if 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 Robert F. Kennedy declared himself a modern day progressive Democrat, he could talk however he wanted to, and they'd vote. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, Rick, look, look who's representing them now. And and I would say if he came out and got everything checked, all the boxes on the right, the right would vote for him as well. Sure, that's right. You know, so he, it can be overcome, but you're going to have to have policies. I don't think you can have that voice and have policies that kind of fall into a moderate area. Boy, it, you're going to you got to get you got to get some people One fired up though, about it. Yeah. You got to be doing something radical. 
Yeah. You know, like staying inside the Constitution, that kind of stuff. Crazy. <laughs> you know, shrinking the size of government, all that. Hmm. That stuff. I mean, Tough. guys, we're living in a time that the, one of the biggest selling items at Costco is a gold bar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the economy right. is in trouble. I mean, our, 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 our currency is in well, trouble. Well, let me, let me tell you a this. A lot of toilet paper I, I heard, a I heard bar. a guy, I don't know who said it originally, okay, so I, I can't credit the right guy with it. But he was talking about there's only one number with our government that matters, and that is the national debt. Because he said every budget is balanced. Every debt will eventually be paid. That is the only number. And what he was saying is, even if they run a deficit, we're still going to pay for it. It may be our grandkids, but they're still going to be paid for. So it will balance eventually. And at one time, I remember us being in a tizzy that we had a $9 trillion debt. We were just absolutely eat up with concern about it. And now it's 33. And the interest alone on that is going to be the biggest line item in our budget. So what do you do? How do you do? I know people think we're foreign debt. And all right. that. Look, the, and we should just tell them, eat it. China is not even the biggest debtor mm. that, that has invested in or that has invested in the U.S. It's Japan. And China and all, you roll all of them together. It's only about 20, 25% of our, of right. our debt. Yeah. So, and you know what the most of it is? It's our own inner borrowing, social security and all mm-hmm. that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, you got a lockbox. Yeah. So if you decide you're just going to draw a line and call it even, guess what? You just ended your social security plan. Right. <laughs> so we're, we're in a giant pyramid scheme, Rick, that if you pull this in the private sector, they put you in jail, but we've allowed the government to do it and keep doing it. And I think I'm speaking for myself here. I think the number is so gargantuan and I think so hard to wrap your mind around it. I know we throw it out there, but honestly, none of us to your point are willing to do what it would take to set it right. So I don't know what to do other than it will just continue. Well, it, it didn't happen overnight. Can't fix it overnight. But here's the first thing. you got to quit. The government has to quit spending money that it doesn't have. So right. they can't just keep giving everybody uh, forgiveness on student loans. They can't just keep doing this. They can't mm-hmm. keep giving it all over the globe. They can't do that. Can't keep buying military stuff we can't afford and don't use. Right. You know, we got to be very, very particular with how we spend that money, especially this day and time. And until you do that and curb that spending and then let the economy catch up through growth over decades is the only way you're ever going to get close to getting this down. Exactly. No, you're right. We'll be back. Yeah, so if you're an archive person and you listen to the podcast archives, you made us aware that the bed music volume varied. It would get real loud, then it would be softer, then it would get real loud. Uh, while the, uh, the, the dialogue, uh, uh, the talking on the show did not. So, uh, Super Tom, the engineer, and Bill Bubba Bussy, former engineer, uh, but uh, a problem solver in his own right, uh, they they put their two minds together and started looking. What would was there anything that we could possibly do on our end that might solve it? And it looks like we found it. Yep. So there you go. Uh, So if you had not given us that feedback, we would have never known we had the problem. Well, it was mostly Super Tom that took care of that. Yeah, right. But I I mean, I saw y'all talking in your minds and when he came up and let, and let you know something that was different that, that I didn't know was different. Uh, and, course, aha. Okay, and then we thought, Oh, okay. So Brilliant. super Tom solved that. And, uh, the feedback we're getting from you now is that it's, it's running smooth. The, 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 the red flag for me 
is when people start saying we listen to other shows that archive their show and their their archives don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we thought, okay, so. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I thought it might be the different platforms and the Bluetooth and all that, but we did find something that that, uh, that involved the bed music that could be at least tried on our end, and it looks like it that was the problem. Yeah. So there you go. That's good news. And Rick, last night, caught a little bit of ha ha So uh, I, I know that y'all were talking wow, what about a finish kickoff hour was talking about it. Uh, various group techs I'm in, they were talking about it. Yeah. I didn't even know the Braves were playing. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. So uh, we so. we have the big uh, finish here. Let's uh, see a little of this. Here, most closers don't. He deals a two-two. Castellanos in the air to right center field. Harris is on the run. Harris out the track. He leaps and he makes the catch. Harper might be doubled up. The throw gets away. The throw. To So wow, that what that, a play that, at the that, wall. That, that, that was fantastic. that was he, uh, really he, something else. Bryce Harper had, was not tagging; he was gone. I mean, yeah, he which was he had to, to score yeah, yeah. between second and third. And uh, so, if he <laughs> doesn't make that catch, they're tied at least. Yeah, uh, they're sure. probably headed to extra innings, and uh, that was big. You know what was funny? They, they had the wild card rounds, and the, and you know the teams with the better records, better positions, were sitting waiting on those outcomes. And then they started the second round, and it, it was so funny. The teams that were favored and the home teams kept losing, including the Braves the first night. Mm-hmm. The Braves had a historic year. I mean, they've just set all kind of records all over the place. Wow. And then they, they open up with the Phillies and get beat and get shut out, you know, which yeah, is yeah. so typical. Oh, you yeah. score a bunch of runs. And Every Braves fan was looking for that. So this was big. They had yeah. to have this one to carry the series back to Philadelphia. It's just a five-game series. So – they play two in Philly, and they're going to have to have one of those uh, up there to bring it back to Atlanta. So uh, it's uh, it, it, it that was big last it night. It was, it was. Austin Riley came through big with the, the home run to go ahead five have, four in the bottom of the eighth, uh, and then in the top of the ninth. That's what we were, we just played in the top of the ninth. Bryce yeah. Harper was on first, and then uh, we played what happened. The, the Austin Raleigh home run was impressive, too. He had a full count, and, mm-hmm. I mean, he's battling up there and and uh, catches a slider, and he was off balance, hit it, and yeah. it just kept – it was high, and we're like, oh, my gosh, is it going out? We're yeah. like, go, go, go. <laughs> if you're a Braves fan, you were pretty frustrated uh, a little bit, especially yep. after game one and then last night. It seems like we couldn't really get things going. Philly comes out pretty pretty fast, and – Wheeler, who's their pitcher, was just dialed in, and so we couldn't do a whole lot with him. But but we oh. we got back. So that's a, lot of, good. a lot of we there. So I mean, you're you're I mean, you're full blown Braves. Well, I've always been a Braves. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't I, play I, with. I them, didn't know but, you, you know. That they were on the we relationship yeah. with you. Yeah. Oh uh-huh. uh, yeah. So the well, uh, we it used know. to be appointment. We've TV all suffered with the Braves in our we family when when I was a lot younger during the you know when they finally got good during the Bobby Cox years and yeah. all that. Yeah. And. Uh, well, when we were I, down. And I don't now. I don't get to see them that much. Right. But it was good to see them make a comeback. When they were night. on TBS every afternoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, My yeah. grandparents loved it. Yeah. Our grandmother was huge Braves. Oh, yeah. Wow. we wa- It was appointment TV at our family. You you just, you just you were ready when the Braves came. Yeah. Out. We were trying to keep the dugout as positive as possible <laughs> last night. Uh, as Austin yes. said, you know, hey, if, you know, he's dominating. Well, you got to stay positive. You got to stay positive. And so Adler, we, can we you did. find that clip of him hitting that home run? He, he's got he's, it he's ready. Okay. Here, look at here. Right in. Here he comes. Riley in the air to left field. 
Oh, the, the crowd. On the run, Marsh. There it goes. Austin Riley. So they had a lot, of big, the they had a lot of big plays. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What a game. Well, it was late. And, and you, and, you yeah. really can't appreciate that at bat, just seeing that home run, because he was, he was struggling up there, you know. <laughs> Badly. We did it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We sure did. <laughs> so, we won. I would, we were nervous, though, but we we got through it. We, got it we knew we had to make a play. Right. There. We, uh, we were screaming, let's go. You know, it was really cool. Of course, you're just setting you up to break your heart, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we right. got to stay positive. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for tuning in to the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, so uh, let's get a little look-see. So you look at things that are going on in the world. Uh, President Biden. Basement Joe. Now... We uh, the current uh, uh, administration uh, wants us to know that the greatest threat that we face, you today, as you wake up uh, in this country, your government, uh, the administration that is in charge, continues to say that the biggest threat that you face today, Speedy, the biggest threat you face, Helmsy, the biggest fa- thing you face today, Greg, Bubba, Adler. Is climate change. Mm, there it. is nothing that is that is going to do more damage to you today that you should be concerned about than man-made climate change. How dare you? Uh, so <laughs> when you look around at all that's going on in the world and know. and how unstable things are, uh, it's a lot there. You 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 want to go back and maybe check in again uh, with the president, with the administration, and say, hey, does does President Biden still believe that climate change is more frightening than nuclear war right now. Yeah. Uh, and this will be asked of John Kirby. So uh, here we go. I, I want to play this soundbite for you. That is just last month in Vietnam and ask you if this still holds for the president. Watch. The only existential threat humanity faces, even more frightening than a, than a nuclear war, is global warming going above 1.5 degrees in the next 20, 10 years. Given all the nuclear players in these two areas where we are now engaged, John, does the president stand by that comment? 
Absolutely, he does. Climate change is an existential threat. It could, you know, it actually threatens and is capable of wiping out all human life on Earth uh, over mm -hmm. time. I mean, that's I don't know how more existential you can get to that. But that doesn't mean that we walk away from our obligations, our national security interests in very dangerous parts of but the John, world. You mentioned he, he said it was more frightening than a nuclear war. Is that it's more frightening than a nuclear war in this moment? The president believes wholeheartedly that climate change is an existential threat to the all of human life on the planet. That's just science. That's a fact, Martha. But it doesn't mean that we turn really our not. back on the other challenges facing this country and our allies and partners around the world. We. You know, John Kirby's thinking to himself, because yeah. I think he's probably a semi-intelligent person, right. uh, being he was an admiral at one time, Right. that he's thinking, gosh, I wish he hadn't said that. Gosh, I uh -huh. wish he hadn't said that. i got to put lipsticks on this thing. Right. Yeah. All right, so based on that, uh, <laughs> let's have a look-see at 1D. Now, keep in mind, while John Kirby, like you say, Bubba, is trying to put lipstick on this, here's the, the crowd at the border right now, and you'll notice which Speedy's made the point, Adler's made the point, a lot of talk show people making the point, um, and that there is an overwhelming wow. number of, of males that are military uh, fighting age pouring into the country. Mm. If you look at this group, it's it's hard to even find a woman and a child in this group. I don't see any. I'm sure they're there. It looks I like just, an invading army. It to looks me, like right? an invading uh -huh. army. Now, remember, climate change and the temperature going up 1.5 degrees. He said 20 years first time. They thought that's not scary enough. Yeah, yeah. He literally changes midstream and, and changes it to 10 years. You think they would park <clears throat> every military vehicle there is out there today? Mm -hmm. uh, he would get he would get his pen out right. and say, park everything we got. Right. <laughs> because we're this is the biggest threat. It's not our enemies. It's uh, global warming. Yeah. It has nothing to do with a giant ball mm -hmm. of fire 93 million miles away from us right, that uh, yeah, heats yeah. everything on the planet. And, the slightest and, variation will give you way more than mm -hmm. that in temperature change. Now, what's going on with Israel and Hamas, <clears throat> that, yeah. that, that, that should not worry us as much as man-made uh, climate change. So uh, here is uh, 1C. We should not be concerned about this. Even though 151 people on the terror watch list have crossed our southern border, yeah, but we should not—we yeah. should not be concerned about that. Here we go. <clears throat> that's, that's 151 insane. people on the terror watch list. 151 people on the terror watch list have crossed our southern border. Given the fact that U.S. and Israeli intelligence did not pick up on this terrorist attack that happened in Israel. What is being done to lock down those individuals who now are somewhere in the United States? I don't have any specific uh, law enforcement actions to speak to today. Obviously, uh, we monitor threats uh, to our national security from inside and outside the country, uh, all in real time. Uh, law enforcement uh, and intelligence community are, are, are watching as closely as they can and monitoring this. Uh, I would say, look, there's going to be a time and a place for us to take a look at the intel picture and uh, what was known, what wasn't known. That's not the time now. The time now is to support Israel and make sure they have what they need but to defend themselves. are we more concerned about attacks that. along these lines by terrorists here in the United States, given that concerned. we have 151 new people in the country we who stuck across concerned. the southern border? always concerned about terrorist attacks on the American people here at home. Uh, that hasn't changed since 9-11. It's not going to change under this administration. Then why is the border wide open? Right. It goes back to this. It's tough, ain't it, yeah, John? That this is the same people that told us that a pan, a, a virus and a pandemic was, was death to all of us while leaving the southern border open and not letting people go to work, go to school. 
Uh, we weren't supposed to get near anybody. We were supposed to wear eight masks. We we're supposed to be wouldn't let highly trained, very physical no. tennis players in the country, no. but thousands and thousands no. pour over the border we with no to, documentation. We we're supposed to get booster number eight, no. uh, and all of this while the southern border just was wide open with people coming from who knows where, unvetted. Who knows what kind of health they have? So, see, it sends a weird message. Yeah. That when they tell you to be concerned about something, but they won't address one of the areas that could be addressed easily, pretty easy, yeah. That could make that situation less daunting. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. So you can only come to one conclusion, like we said yesterday: either naive, uh, stupid, they're, they're not that naive. stupid, or diabolical. No, I think uh, it might be that. So, uh, so I mean, <laughs> th- those are the only three choices uh, based on that. Um, so let's, if you, and also we shouldn't be concerned about it all. We got three a here and oh boy. so this three a now keep in mind, we should not be concerned about this. We should be concerned about man-made climate change. Right. Uh, right. and, and something that may happen either in the next 20 or 10, we don't know which one it is. Right. So here is, um, a devout Muslim. Now this is in New York city, like this week. Yeah. New, New York Square. city and these, Times Square. and these are his words that we're not adding anything. This is a speech going on in Times square in New York city, not, not on the West bank in New York city right now. We're done being tortured and hurt and judged. This is the correct religion. This is the religion that all of humanity needs to be a part of Islam. And we will not stop until it enters every home. So I want you to repeat after me. I want to hear it in every single district. It should tremble. Brooklyn should hear it. The Bronx should hear it. Queens should hear it. Say it as if the Ummah depends on this, my brothers and sisters. worthy of worship except Allah, the God of Jesus, the God of Moses, the God of Abraham, and the God of the last and final prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So that's in Times Square. Uh, but, you know, I find myself concerned about man-made climate change. Yeah, yeah, I'll it's be ex- real worried ex- about that. Threat. I, have, I have footage of pro-Palestinian protesters in Times Square pro-Palestinian protesters in New York City, in London, uh, outside the White House, in Florida, in Seattle. It's everywhere. But that's not that's, that's not, not near no. as fearful as man-made climate change. That's right. If you applaud this, you are applauding terrorists. That's straight-up terrorism killing civilians. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The motivation for the depopulation people are trying to pretend the earth is 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 over uh, overpopulated. One of the the things because you have to look at everything that always there's there's a power play there. I think some people actually just believe it. But what you're going to do anytime you start thinking of a worldview that says there are too many people, and if we had less people. Uh, then the people still here would be better off. That's dangerous. You don't want anybody with that point of view. So what happens there, you start justifying what? You start justifying things that continue on with abortion on demand, and you justify not that. Not taking well, care of the elderly. Yeah, not taking care of the, yeah. Yeah, the elderly. And you, what you start doing is picking winners and losers. And that's why these people are so very dangerous. We have to keep – the world is not overpopulated, but those who want everybody to believe 
that they are, so, and we're so overpopulated, it's going to be the doom of some of us. <clears throat> well, then what that what does that mean? That means these people want to be empowered to save you by declaring who's worthy of living and who's worthy of not, right. or who shouldn't be. And so that's where it gets real dangerous. Uh, people become expendable because if we had a little, if we had fewer of these people, we, we'd all be better off. Better, and then before yeah. you know it, it's like, and I really, why don't we're going to get rid of some people? Let's get rid of people that disagree with us. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. Let's, you know, and it exactly. just, and it just, boy, it just starts going downhill. So that's that's some of the motivation that you were asking about. All right. So let's move next. Uh, Jonathan Greenblatt. Is that how you say his name? Uh, he's the director of the Anti-Defamation League. Uh, he worked in the Obama administration. He was special assistant to the president. Uh, so uh, this is, uh, and, and this is MSNBC. Is that who this is? Yeah. Um, so he, uh, he's going to take issue. This is certainly not a far, you know, a right winger or anything like that. I know Mark Levin has had some, other has made some similar points, but of course he's a staunch conservative. So you know, Mark, you know, he's got some agenda. But but here's somebody that worked in the Obama administration who's going to take MSNBC to task over some of their reporting. So here we go. Um, tell us, if you will, just what these last few days have have been like for you, and why it's so important that you are appearing here today with the Reverend Sharpton. Well, so I will be honest, and maybe a little more vulnerable than I normally would be. These have been some of the hardest days of my adult life. I don't ever remember a moment like this. Um, I have family in Israel right now under siege and being deployed to the front lines. I have staff who can't locate their family. I have friends who are gone. Um, and I think Ambassador Danone put it well in a context that Americans can understand 9-11, the evil that was perpetrated here. But the scale, Jonathan, the right comparison is Nagasaki. This was like an atomic bomb. And as 40,000 people were killed in Japan when they dropped that bomb in Nagasaki, so too were the hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of people who were killed in Israel. And so while I am sad and cope, trying to cope, I'll be honest, I am angry. I am angry with the world that allowed the dehumanization of Israelis and sanitized the terrorism of Hamas. I must say, I love this show and I love this network, but I've got to ask who is writing the scripts? Hamas, the people who did this, they are not fighters, Jonathan. They are not militants and I'm looking right at the camera. They are terrorists. It is a barbarian who rapes and brutalizes women, who tear, kills children in front of their parents, and then brings them over to Gaza, who literally, we've heard all these reports, and we know these aren't just reports, these were filmed gleefully by the barbarians who committed these grotesque crimes. They filmed, for example, an elderly woman in her home in one of these towns. They burned her alive in her house because she was too infirm to take out. And, you know, parading women bleeding from the crotch because they were raped throughout Gaza while people hoot and holler and cheer. So look, you know, when we say, oh, this was an escalation, it was bound to happen, I am sorry. This was a massacre that was pre-planned. This was not destined to happen. It is not normal 
to shoot teenagers in the back, hundreds of them. So I just think, like, guys, get this story right. And all these pictures of, like, you know, missiles or the rubble in Gaza, please talk to the Israeli mothers and fathers who lost their children. Talk to the grandchildren whose grandparents were seized as hostages. And please stop calling this a retaliation. This is a defensive measure against an organization that is committed to one thing, killing Jews, not a peaceful resolution of a conflict, but murdering Jews. And if you're wondering if I'm exaggerating, please, I beg of you, everyone watching and everyone at this network, just watch the footage. Well, that, wow. that's uh, I got nothing to add to that. Wow. And uh, that, those those clarifications um, need to be made and, uh, it, and and made by someone who worked in the Obama administration that says I'm, I'm actually a supporter of MSNBC in the way that you do things. But the way you're handling this, he took major issue with and, and he stated why very clearly. Mm -hmm. And and he's he's 100 percent right. And we said it earlier and, until you understand that. Hamas doesn't want Israel to exist, and uh, and organizations like them they they want them eradicated and moved, and they want it all. Until you come off, and you don't understand that, you're you're really no help. Mm. You, you have to understand what this is about, and you may decide if that you may you you may agree with them, you may want that to happen, but you have to understand that's what's going on. You 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 there you got to pick a side. You know, because the only the only res resolution is going to be all out victory, and um, and the Israelis have every right to defend, and they've they have they have given and given and given, and uh, and they uh, they they are they're going to defend themselves, and they have every right to do so, and we really don't have a right to sit in the stands and coach them, mm -mm. Um, and. Um, and, and and Hamas knows that, and you can see the, you know they'll do the thing where they start the hey let's try to negotiate or whatever. And I think the thing that that I don't know if they forgot it. I don't know if enough time enough time passed and and maybe they started thinking things were different. But you know the Israelis when you take their people hostage, that that does not that that does nothing to stop what they're going to do. They they have an understanding that if you're taken hostage that your nation is coming to destroy the enemies that took you and it may cost you your life, yeah. but you, but you won't, they won't, you can't use that against Israel. They, they don't, just don't allow it. Hmm. You know, you can't go, Oh, we're going to sit here and hold this person. And, and you're going to be stymied and sit here and stare at us. And go, what should we do? What should we do? They, when they go, they go. And, uh, and they, and they don't finish till till they have beat down the, the attack and, and think they have it handled. And sometimes that does cost more lives, but they, the Israelis know if they're taken hostage, the thing they don't want is for their nation to be stymied by it. And, and any time Israel goes out of their way more than any other army in the world to avoid civilian casualties, they will do a warning explosion on the rooftop of a building. They put out radio announcements. They put out inter intercom announcements hey we're gonna bomb this building right here so get out and hamas hides purposefully behind civilians to up those civilian casualties they use human shields which is a war crime and the footage that um the the ceo of the anti-defamation league was talking about these people upload themselves they they film it like she said gleefully film it and they put it up on social media 
they're doing it themselves. We can see it. And when you see who's wearing masks, who who is hiding? They if you're if you don't think you're doing something evil, you don't wear a mask. Look at the people that are wearing masks. And this is it's the Palestinians in Hamas that are doing this. And it's just it's just so horrific and terrible and sad. It's just crazy. Yeah, and the innocent people uh, on on both sides of this that get caught in it that really are just trying to live out their lives. But you know, it's uh, at some point you have to rise up and say the people that keep getting us killed. You, you overthrow them so you don't get put in that situation. We'll be back uh, 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Uh, more to cover on the program today. So there's you some updates on that ongoing conflict uh, in the Middle East. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so I saw this story uh, breaking yesterday. We have it. You know, what about when you, you look out, sad story, uh, you look out and you see somebody laying in your yard and they've got skydiving gear on. You're like, mm, what happened here? And uh, the guy uh, says that he, he tried to get the guy's attention. We have a, uh, an eyewitness. Uh, and then there's, they went back and looked at their home. You know, these security cameras now, oh, we can, no. can really answer oh, yeah. a lot yeah. of questions. But um, So we'll, we'll start wow. with the eyewitness. Is that right? Uh, of, and unfortunately, it uh, looks like we've got a attempt to skydive uh, go bad. You know, that's the only problem with skydiving. If, if it goes bad, the end result is usually not good. Um, you know, there's not a lot of room for error here. So here we go. Some gruesome stuff. And I work in the medical field. That's the worst I've seen. I found oh, out that the ambulance and the fire truck was around the corner from my house at my aunt's house. And I decided to go around there to make sure everything was okay. And I walked up on a parachuter on the ground. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. not good. Yeah. So they try to figure out what happened. And this parachuter is 69 years old. Um, but then one of the security foot cameras at somebody's home, we don't, we're not going to show you anything grotesque. It's nothing like that. But, but you will see what happened because you see the reflection of mm-hmm. him coming down. Look, Bubba, in the back of this car. Look right here. And you'll see his, yeah. and hey. Mm, big and yellow so parachute. The parachute yeah, was yeah. partially, was that the, the yeah. emergency chute, you think? I, I guess, but he's he's coming. But he's coming in hot. Yeah, it must maybe have been tangled he did, up. He get it open until yeah. right before he hit. Yeah, or yeah, like wow. maybe, maybe it was late. But, uh, slow wow. down. but Here's they, another uh, eyewitness uh, as well. <clears throat> person that was laying on the ground, hey, man, uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? You okay, man? Da da da. But he did not answer. Why did he fall so hard? If all the safety mechanisms was in place, so to speak, something tell me there's a problem there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Do you think he had a medical event while he was in the air? Oh, now that and, and that's possible. The, the the thing you can't. There's no doubt that that something's open. It could be emergency shoot, like Greg said, and it's just too late. Because you're just going so fast, you still hit the ground hard enough yeah, to kill you. Enough, yeah. so you know. uh, it could be that he's already dead, like you said. Yeah, I had a yeah. cardiac event, and now that he's just coming in, you know. Right. But it does look like he's coming in hot. Yeah, he does. He does. He's, he's coming on in hot, which means he probably is not able mm-hmm. to you know, slow mm-hmm. it down. Yeah. Uh, or it could be tangled up, and we're just seeing it partially open. I, I don't know, but you you clearly see in the ref- reflection yeah. that that the skydivers coming in really fast. Yeah. Speaking of coming in hot, in Brazil, there was like a skydive show, and evidently that guy had some trouble too. He came in super hot, and I don't think I should show this because he ended up killing a person. He struck a person flying in during this show. Yeah, think about that. You know, it's interesting because we're we're talking about human beings falling from the sky, I realize, but it reminded me. You know, there's so, you know, there's certain things you never even think about being concerned about. And I certainly don't want to live my life, you know, constantly worried that any moment something bad could happen. 
so Sherry and I yesterday, because where we live in Sweet Home, Alabama right now, the weather is just tremendous. And, um, and so Sherry was like, Hey man, you want to, you know, we were after the wedding. Now we've got two weddings behind us in 30 days. And we were looking forward to the, you know, the aftermath of resting and all that. And she was like, Hey, you, what do you think about going for the walk? And I was like, yeah, let's go for a walk. It's beautiful out there. So, so we, uh, we did a, an afternoon walk and we're walking and we're, we're walking through the woods and we, we walked a, a, a good bit. All of a sudden we're walking. Thank goodness it wasn't near us, but there, you could see other people through the woods, you know, cause the, the trail winds around and all of a sudden, you just hear this thing, <laughs> and some giant limb from a tree Cut just loose. comes crashing oh, through. No. You know, and by and you know, and I don't know whether it would have made noise if we weren't if we had not been there because we were there. <laughs> right. yeah. But but it, I mean, I thought to myself, you can just be walking down a trail, and if a limb big enough to hurt you or kill you yeah. breaks loose, oh yeah, you're and just falls on you. You can't. I mean, because it hit not far. That other person was moving, and I was like, wow, that came out of nowhere. And uh, so now I think you got you, headphones on. You can't you, hear it. Oh, coming. oh, look. Yeah. You better be in the awareness mode. <laughs> no, Cause you don't, I'm thinking about that. So walking in the woods, limbs could follow me out of, out, out oh, of trees. Yeah. I mean, and I saw it happen just yesterday, but it didn't hit anybody. Thank the Lord. Um, so then you get into this thing on, on video six. Ugh. So, you know, Seattle and Portland right now, they, they have, they have even leftists who are coming forward saying, <laughs> all right, we loved our little left cities and, and we thought we would build utopia here. And we have to acknowledge the way we have approached things has led to the disaster of our city life. Right. This, this has not turned out well at all. And we would just like to scream calf rope. Uh, we'd like to scream uncle. How, how we, do you get back? We, we, we were wrong and we don't know what to do. So here in Seattle, which, you know, this is unfortunately becoming the norm. Uh, we have a family in a JC Penney store. Uh, and uh, uh, just a naked man comes in there and, and yeah, tries to go out, tries to go after their children, and uh, and the the parents are like they begin to chase him. It looks they like they do, yeah, they yeah. do, and and uh, end up getting chases, getting on. in a fight, and getting yeah. them on the ground. Okay, so so look, we, we've got a naked man walking around in the store. Mm-hmm. Well, on the men's floor, in the kids, one in the kids' apartment. Yeah, he's in the kids' department, naked, trying to touch kids. He was holding a kid. He's got his socks on, so that's good. Oh, yeah. good. Nothing but Toast socks. Won't get cold. Right. But the parents uh, and the dudes in there have had enough. Well, you you got you can't let this go on. No, I mean, and the guys. I don't I want to tackle him, but I'm I'm going to hit him with something. They, they get him cornered in what looks like. The jeans department but or something. No I don't Can we know. put some jeans on him? No right, and so, get a so coat and throw on him. Now, yeah, now we like got that. closed fists, and we're gonna. We're, now we're punching. We now we're fighting. Now I'm fighting. I gotta give it naked. Fighting, naked fighting naked back. So I'm, I'm now naked fighting naked a naked man in J.C. Penney's in, in, in the men's department. Well, at least well, you got I, him out of the children's yeah. department. I hate to point out the obvious, but uh, you ought to be able to disable him with a good kick. Well, they're, they're, this guy this here is, is wearing him out right here. He's that. doing I mean, the way chimpanzees <laughs> hit people. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 yeah. yeah, he's that, doing the double close. That was field. the double. Yeah, yeah, you're right. chimp get swinging Interlock hands. Oh, yeah. and here I go. Oh yeah. He's hitting him so many times and so hard. One of the other guys. I think we got him. Yeah. You know? Well, I believe out. You you walk into a department store and go into the children's department as a grown man Ooh. naked and start trying to grab kids. Uh-uh. Then whatever, what whatever, whatever you get, you deserve. Yeah, yeah I, I, t- I asked the him. Good Time Gang about that earlier. Would you fight or, or tackle a naked man? 
Now, just well, saying just it, like that, it like that, but then yeah. you you go into dad mode, or yeah, I'm protecting well. my family. Then you well, do yeah, whatever you got to do. I think but, I would go the route. How far am I away from now? In a J.C. Penney, do they have sporting goods? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. Get a club. I'm going there to get a bat yeah. or something. Oh, like that. I see yeah, that yeah. kind. No, they probably you can just use a clothes rack. Yeah, a clothes rack or something. So I'm gonna hit him with something. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't. Yeah. I hit him with a mannequin. If I could. Try, oh, if I could had shopping carts, you could hit him. Yeah. You know the extended rod that you get a hanger down from way up top. That guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, I've heard of a rear naked choke, but that's ridiculous. That is right. crazy. But, but I mean, oh, okay, that's uh, okay. It's <laughs> a rear naked choke. Right uh, there. Well, it, it certainly is. A rear naked and choke. I'm, I'm gonna mark that. Normally, off. people aren't naked while doing it. Right. You know, in jujitsu, you'd probably get them on the ground quick, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, I'd do a naked rear naked choke. That's uh, what that. Don't get in his guard. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I still like my idea of hitting him with something else. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. want to roll with me? Yeah. <laughs> How about shoot him? Yeah. Well, you yes, can do that. Sure. Well, it's tough to have that in the department store. Well, you're right. Where would you shoot him, though? Top of the hour. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, Bubba, some pictures keep coming in uh, from the wedding this weekend, and one of uh, our friends just sent Sherry this picture. I got I got to look at this one because people keep emailing and say, hey, keep the pictures coming. And, we'll, and Sherry and I will try to post some more as we get them. We, we're still waiting on the professional pictures from Blake's wedding in New York. Uh, we got some more of those coming up, but look at this shot—a frozen shot of Sherry and Brody when they did their mother-son <laughs> dance. Uh, this is when uh, you know "Off the Wall" by Michael Jackson just kicked in, and there they are in that in that Jackson's mode right there. I mean, they're both locked and pointed and 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 ready to jam, and the crowd is going wild. That's great. So yeah, uh, that, I thought when I saw the picture. Jacksons do that on the Victory Tour, yeah, you know, yeah, I thought right, I didn't yeah. think it got any better. Yeah, than that. that was so funny. Mm-hmm. Watch that. and and what y'all have to understand. We discussed it uh, in the break a minute ago, and and uh, the guys are even talking about their own kids who've been married or will soon soon one day, Lord willing, be married. And um, bro, that is not Brody's personality to do what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, what did he tell you, Greg? He said he, he, he was terrified. He's terrified every second of it. Yeah, I was terrified the entire one minute and twenty <laughs> seconds. Yeah, completely terrified. Uh, but he was a gamer. I told him. He said, "Dad," and I said, "Look, your mom, she's fired up about this. It's going to happen. You, you just, you just got to be a gamer." This the entire. It. The entire time I watched that yesterday, all I could think about was well, there's no way Braden Helms ever does that. <laughs> no way. And and his mom may bail him out because she's not into doing things like that either. Now, yeah. she would do it. Right. But she won't um, – if she asked him to do it, I just think it's going to be a hard no out of him. Well, coming coming off that wedding, a couple of things I noticed. You know, I knew that Sherry could jam. Yeah. And and I knew that, that Brody has, you know – the dance potential, and he can dance. He just would prefer, prefer not to, especially with everybody looking. Now he'll get out there where everybody's on the dance floor and have a good time. He and his yeah. wife had a blast. Uh, and uh, and and let me tell you, Boomer, he brought everything he had. Uh, yeah. And uh, and and uh, and Brandy. I, I don't think Brooks could dance any harder. Rick. Mm-hmm. Brooks he brought it all. Brooks, he, had. he danced yeah. real hard. One hundred and ten percent. Brandy yeah. Brandy was there. She <laughs> she was dancing it. hard. I love and, Blake and th- on this, the mic. This is when Blake took over the the song "Shout." He took over from the DJ. We mentioned that yesterday, but this is the actual footage of it. So that's the micro. That's not Blake's not supposed to have that microphone. Rick, he is uh, in full acting mode right yeah, now. He's, yeah. He loves it. Yeah, and. and and he's, he's, is he channeling Otis Day? In he's, the night? he's channeling. Oh, yeah. Look, and in a minute he'll bring us up back to our feet, and then it, it will just be. I mean, everybody will be leaping and jumping. You see Brooks there; he's in the go mode. He's <laughs> ready to jump, 
And, uh, and at one point, they were all doing the footloose dance. I like, how do y'all know that? And they said, we just picked it up as it was going. God, so good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there oh, I am. Oh, 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 who's that? What's that? <laughs> who's that bringing? That's fast. That's Somebody was Brandy. There's Brandy. Everybody's going crazy. Look, it's just like, here, look, I mean, it, it is a. No. Do you think the DJ wants his mic back sure, at this probably. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, he yeah, regret letting it go. Yeah, there you go. I love that. He so, can't believe it got away. But I will tell you this: some and, and we and Sherry and I talked about this. You know, the Thompsons, uh, you know, which are in laws now. You know, them taking on Burgesses. You know, because they're they're a relatively calm group, and then there's us. <laughs> and uh, but I will say this: the mother of the bride, Dale Thompson, she threw down. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, she, look she, out there. she, hey, look, you can, hey, Banks what? High School, she, uh, she did them proud. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the ladies of Banks, well, she got the, she got her feet fixed. Yeah, right? that's, that's, had, that's, she had a little that's topaz. Right. Bubba yeah. helped her get her, get her, <laughs> uh-huh. and she had topaz. Uh-huh. And let me tell you yeah, something. Help another one. <laughs> let me tell you something. She I'm fighting the world one foot at a time. She celebrated all the way around. I'm telling you what, it was a. Was that you showing your vest? Yeah, that that's yeah. There's there's mom and they're they're still doing the that's the dance the thing we showed y'all that that was that was funny, mm-hmm. but it was uh, there's still some good pictures coming and um, and uh, so we'll keep we'll keep rolling those out. I, I as a matter of fact, um, you know Rob Ingram, who's a fan uh, a friend of the show. Uh, and connected Lance Ingram, who does Doctor Lou. We had him come and do the rehearsal uh, dinner, and so he sent he's sending us some shots. So we got some of that, mm-hmm. and then of course they were professional photographers there and videographers and all that. So we'll we'll have more stuff. And and I found out because you know we showed y'all some uh, from the New York wedding. We put out some pretty cool pictures, but that photographer got married right after that. So that photographer's been gone, but now yeah. he's back. So we okay. should be getting some of those. Good. Some of those shots too. Little so we'll keep rolling them out. Look, it was a wild thirty days. I mean, and, uh, I mean, go Brooks. Uh, 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 go Brooks. Look, look Brooks. He, look, Big he, love there, is bringing. There's he, he and Brody. They, there's going to be nothing left. There's they're they're be the nothing. only two in the room right now. Yeah, See, that's one He's from the, that's one from the rehearsal dinner right there. Right. Okay. So see that 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 was good. And that, that picture right there, that picture right there, I sent that to Lisa Burgess. Uh-huh. Because she's been crying the entire time, sure. and she says every time she sees Sherry with Brody, it makes her cry. <laughs> and so, so somebody took. I think Rob Ingram took that shot and sent it to me, and I sent it to her, and I can't even tell you what she texted me. Uh, I know it's funny. She was like, "I'll get you for this." <laughs> <laughs> she goes, "She goes, I had things I needed to do today, <laughs> messed it up." And uh, so there, 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 there are some of the shots from the rehearsal down there. That's you go. great. There's, there's, that's that's. Uh, Look at old there. snazzy Rick. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Rick. Look, I mean, yeah, I'm a little bit snazzy. A little snazzy. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a, a little bit snazzy. The um, the funny thing was um, was the uh, there. There's a shot that's funny. You don't have it, Adler, because I've got it here. But there apparently there's a shot that Rob Ingram got at the rehearsal dinner that is owning my sons, and it was a shot with all three sons. Mm-hmm. And in the shot, I have a very mean look on my face. I guess he just caught me. You know, preparing for what they want me to do next or whatever. <laughs> and now the sons want that picture, and they're saying this. This was when we saw that look right there. It was not good, <laughs> and that's why there were so many. There were so many stories that were featured in the rehearsal dinner of the first time I met Brody. I, I believe his dad was spanking him, and then and then there was another one that said, "Well, now that was the time Mr. Burgess got onto us, so we got in trouble for smoking because <laughs> we'd all we'd all snuck off and smoked a cigar." And uh, so they say they seen they've seen that look for yeah, you. Their it's whole like life. I'm standing there. I look like that stern. Yeah, you know. Like a <laughs> farmer with all of his sons around him, you know, and they're all smiling. I'm just standing there like it's another hard day of work, man. <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, a comment made on ESPN that we're all kind of tilting our head. Yeah. Uh, what? 
Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll run that down for you when we come back, when the Rick and Bubba show continues right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, Rick and Bubba's show. Look for phones coming at the bottom of the hour. We come back. We'll chat with you a little bit shortly. But uh, So we're continuing through the stories today and reminiscing still a little bit from the weekend. But uh, this ESPN story, it looks like we've had it uh, for a day or two. Adler, is that right? It's not, it's not brand new. It happened over the weekend. Is that nothing over the weekend? Um, this is this narrative that pops up every now and then that I think is so disrespectful uh, because, uh, and I realize that we don't teach world history correctly anymore. Um, and so maybe there may be some ignorance on this. Uh, but this is a panel discussing the state of professional athletes. Is that correct? Uh, and there's a statement made that makes us all kind of tilt our head a little bit here. Here we go. It's almost like the contracts, you know, are the new slave chains, right? So, you know, you have to sign this contract and sign this document and sign this document. It's like you're binded to this. And then if you break that, that's your livelihood. That's your life. So we the new slaves. Athletes are literally the new slaves because we need this. Our families, our friends depend on this contract to eat. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. I, 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 I hate to tell this, but any job that you take that? is going to require something like that. Yeah. 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 What, what are we what, what, what to compare that? Is, is so disrespectful. To and just, you talking about a forty watt bulb? Good night. Hey, uh, what about the uh, when slaves the, didn't have a choice, by the way, no. and they definitely weren't compensated. They no. were not compensated. They didn't have a choice in in whether they wanted to be part of anything. They were captured. Yeah, and, no one and is taken. Look, uh, the, these people are uh, <clears throat> these professional athletes. I guess what she's referring to are compensated greatly for what they do. Yeah, uh, they are blessed to have the opportunity to be able to do that, and to to compare that to slavery is just. And your contract also guarantees you. Yeah, right. It, that it if works you break your sides. leg the first yeah. day, there's guaranteed money right. that you're going to get. Well, see, Aaron Rodgers is getting paid right now. Yes. yes. Yeah, he is, and paid well. Uh, uh, even though he's on the sidelines, it, it, that's just unthinkable. That, I mean, what you say. so what gets me too is the guy who get puts, his, puts his yeah. head puts his head down like, yeah, man. I gotta agree with. Seriously, you. how about this? No one's forcing you to be an athlete. Go get a job. Yeah, go work somewhere. But to y'all's it's point, so horrible. It's, it's just not athletes. It's that's the world in contract. Yeah, you have the uh, contract everywhere you go, pretty yeah. much. I mean, what does she want? Uh, just a. Uh, I mean, really, the <laughs> only thing you can take from that is she just wants a world with no rules. Yeah, I want you to pay me and me just do what I want to do. You can't be making millions of dollars and be compared Mm -hmm. to a slave. You just can't do it. Salaries aside, amounts aside, I'm 45, and every job I've had, I've had to sign something. Thank you. Exactly. Of course. I mean, have an agreement with who employs you. The only only way it turns into slavery, Hams, if whoever we all have worked for it, Forced us to sign a contract that gave us no rights and gave us no money. Right. Yeah. And, right. Then and, it would and, be like slavery. Yeah. Then it would be like slavery. We're like, hey, we're stuck to these people and we can't get away. We're in change and nobody pays us or anything and they work us, you know, till till uh, till we drop and I can't get out of this contract nor can I get paid or compensated for anything and I'm treated however they want to treat me and I have no say. That's slavery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just entering into a business deal where the, you get compensated in return for services. And they want some guarantees on their end, and you got guarantees on your end. That's not slavery. No, not even close. <laughs> uh, the guy that is on the far right here, uh, that is Ibram X. Kendi. That's his well, assumed name. 
uh, Henry something is his real name. Yeah, right? I was say because uh, I think it was Matt Walsh. I saw did a little mm-hmm. spill on him, and he yeah. goes, his name. He had to change his name to sound more, you know. Right. He um and, he he wrote the book How to Be an Anti Racist. You can't just be not racist now. Right. You have to be an anti racist. Right. Yeah. And it's just indoctrinating children to be social justice warriors for what they want the kids to to fight quote mm-hmm. fight for. Um, Ibram X. Kendi. He was in charge of the Center for Anti-Racism Research, whatever that. It's on uh, Boston's uh, campus, Boston University's campus. Uh, in the in the aftermath of George George Floyd, they received millions and millions and millions of dollars. They set up this quote research foundation. Uh, there were supposed to be there were supposed to be um, like courses and degree programs coming through this research program. And just last month. Ibram X. Kendi just sent an email while he was out on vacation, sent an email to his staff saying half of y'all are gone. Uh, we're, we're having to scale back. We're having budgetary problems. So they've done no research. They have no degree programs. And they're they're firing everybody. And this guy, Ibram X. Kendi, is walking away with who knows how much money from, from his books. From his, his, a scam. It's, it's a scam. It's absolutely a scam. But even if you're going to be a scam, you still got to have some common sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if I'm a scammer, and somebody says, "What's your scam?" I said, "Victimhood." I, I convince people of color that they're 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 modern day slaves. Okay, so you're going to bring some people on that are having a rough go of it. Who who are you thinking about interviewing to try to make your point? Um, you know, even if you're a scam, you need to be a good scam. Right. Uh, I think I'm going to bring a professional athlete on. I'd be like, eh, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's going to garner a lot of. Uh, a lot of compassion. Yeah. Um, I would, I think, poor, poor. I think, how about this? If you want to do the scam that black people are being mistreated, I think you can find better examples in professional athletes. Yeah. I, I, I think if my, you worked a little harder, if, if that's what you're trying to say, I think if you worked a little harder, you could probably have some better, some better guests and better mm-hmm. examples uh, of it, even though I, uh, it, it's still not con- anything compared to what actual slavery uh, truly was. Know, but but most you know, the problem that and if if you missed our interview the podcast uh, with Vincent Ellison, I would I would strongly encourage you because he is a a black man who's <clears throat> calling out all this. He he specifically talks to people talks about people just like this guy, yeah. and and he says we have got to wake up and realize that they are benefiting at keeping us angry and, and, and keeping us with this mentality that nothing has changed for us when it's changed greatly. Mm-hmm. And, the, and there are opportunities that abound. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I just, is it okay just to make people say, you just tell somebody say, Hey, you, you're throwing around the word slave. Yeah. 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 Um, it doesn't apply I'd like to, to people walk, who get paid me. I just to walk, I'd like to mm-hmm. walk through slavery and then walk through your arrangement and to see if you can continue, think if you see if you want to stay with that narrative, because I don't think you can actually conclude that to be correct, just based on a a, a definition of slavery. That wow, yeah. Like the girl they interviewed, if there's things in that contract that you don't want to do and you don't like, no one's making you do it. Mm-hmm. Don't sign it. Right. Don't agree to I'm going to do this. You pay me this, and I've agreed to all these terms. That's not look. We've all no, we've all been involved in bad deals, but that's not it. slavery. No, uh, no. I mean somebody says, "Gosh, I wish I had a better agent. I should have yeah, negotiated right. a yeah. better deal." Yeah. I've, I've, look, we've gotten in deals before where you look and go, "Man, yeah." But I, nobody I, I, I made you a, get in, but I, but I never was a slave. You weren't forced into. Y'all want to hear it again? Yeah, I want to see that guy look. Really? That guy you just told. I want. I want him to be downtrodden. Okay. I want to see this. It's almost like the contracts, you know, are the new slave chains, right? 
So, you know, you have to sign this contract and sign this document and sign this document. It's like you're binded to this. And then if you break that, that's your livelihood. That's your life. So we the new slaves. Athletes are literally the new slaves because <laughs> we need this. It. Our families, our friends depend on this contract to eat. Yeah. You see, you mean, like, <laughs> you mean like the rest of the world does with their job? I don't think the other guy. No, no, that's what I was going to say. The Did you see him look across? He went, you going with this? <laughs> you talking about the guy on the left? Yes. Yeah. Our left? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's he, actually ESPN reporter. He's probably the yeah. one moderating this, oh, okay. and he probably doesn't agree with what they're he's saying. He's probably I could be wrong for his contract right now. Yeah, when, I bet when, it's a good one. When she uttered the phrase, "We professional athletes are the modern day slaves," he almost couldn't take that comment. Yeah, he kind of well, went, Rick. Her families depend on him to feed. Well, most people's families yeah. depend on you to bring. Greg, money when I into sign a contract, them. they expect me to stick to it. Yeah, yeah. The, the terms that you agreed to, contract, but, but they're, forced but they're paying change. you what they said they'd agree to too, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The the problem is uh, Team Rick and Bubba on this particular topic. We we got no Jeopardy people. No. Is anybody on Team Rick and Bubba Jeopardy? No. I mean, no, we're not, we got no Jeopardy people. No. I don't think we got any Will of Fortune people. Uh, do. But there, no. there's Adler some, says he is. He's not a Jeopardy. Hey. That's before the thing where he's ki- trying to be sharp. He, it makes yeah. him look smart. Before before I'm smart. Kids, and before I got married, I would watch. I could only answer the first round. I'll admit that. After that, I was lost, but I did used to watch it. For 100. I well, had to watch this growing up. Dad loves Jeopardy. I know that shocks Did he shout at the TV? Did he shout at the TV? Daddy loves Jeopardy. Shout, shout answers oh, yeah. at the TV guy? Oh, 100%. And, ha- and knew to. a lot more than I thought he would. That's interesting. Yep. Didn't see that coming. I didn't. I would have thought he would have been furious with Jeopardy. No, I would have too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm more Family Feud speed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like that. So apparently, the Jeopardy people are furious yeah. with what's going on with Jeopardy. You and you know, to me, there's something about when geeks get mad that owns me. <laughs> you know, when I when I see any little Poindexter group and they're mad about something, it really cussing the things that make them mad. It, <laughs> you know, I, I just love it. Did you ever watch Big Bang Theory? By the way, yeah, there you go. Perfect example. No, Oh, funny. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Jeopardy fans have not been pleased. I didn't know this. With many aspects of the current season, they are furious. Not happy. What unhappy? Well, their guy died, you know, and and then they've gone to these... (laughs) Rotating people. His name's Alex Trebek. Yeah. Alex Trebek. A legend. A legend. A legend. You said their guy died. <laughs> How about the guy said, hosting now? Wasn't he like the big winner? Ken Jennings? Yeah. No. But they don't like they him. They protested that. They don't like him. He wasn't the big what winner. What happened to no, Ken? Is the girl. The lady now. Yeah. The, matter of fact, well, she's, there he is. she's the girl off Big, big Bang. Bang Theory. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's her name? Uh, she had the series you when she was a kid. Her Blossom. Yeah, Blossom. Well, Greg, her name's not Blossom. That was somebody she played on TV. That's not her name. She's Blossom to me. Guy died. Tonight, Greg on a special Blossom. Yeah, it's Blossom. All right. <laughs> so anyway, so weird the, looking. The audience of Jeopardy. I don't even know what they mean by this. They they're saying that the the contestants on there have been bonehead wagers. They've been making bonehead wagers. They're not they, happy, and they're really. blaming Ken Jennings. Yeah, and the and they said the contestants are uh, and Ken Jennings has been a flub as a host. Mm. They hate it. Mm. They've oh, been God. quick to point out issues with the popular game show since the season premiered last month. So I guess they're done with the celebrity host, and Ken's now the host, and they're not happy. They said he's not doing a good job, uh, and now the producers have revealed that Jeopardy, which had been operating under new rules to work around the writer's strike, will not return now until next spring. And they, in the quote from the story, outrage has reached a fever pitch. My goodness, these Jeopardy people are serious. Well, I, I, how about this? I'd have to say if they, they wouldn't be so 
critical. They probably spooked everybody saying, look, our fans are getting really mad about yeah. the show. We've got to reset this thing. Yeah. Now you've lost the show. It's tough. You ever had your parents up. do that? I'll tell you what, I'll just take it up and we won't have it at all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's man. tough if y'all can't get along. a legend. You see that a lot of time in the coaching world and stuff, too, when you mm-hmm. have just a, a legend oh, that yeah. has moved on or he's passed it's or hard whatever. To be that guy. Yeah. Well, their guy's gone. He then died. The first one in. I- <laughs> I'm gonna tell you who's hard. hanging. I tell you who's hanging in there like a rusty fish hook is old Drew Carey. Isn't he? He something? fell into that prize is right. He will not let. I it bet go. he doesn't feel like a slave. No. Hmm. Uh, apparently, Greg, he's your age. Greg, listen. Here's one fan. Apparently, we're not getting any regular Jeopardy until April 2024. New, nearly two thirds of this season will be tournaments. So yeah, way too much tournament. Oh, they don't like here's tournaments. An, here's another. One. Oh my gosh, we got to wait till April. That's absolutely wild. Another one, the show got its biggest ratings when they had champions going on winning streaks. That's what builds a buzz and excitement. Stop with all the gimmicks. <laughs> hey, well, I'm a purist. They're mad. They, <laughs> they are not mad. happy. They are Ken mad. Jennings, we don't like him. Adler, since you love the show, you mad? Mm. I'm furious. Adler, you ain't never got <laughs> oh, wow. that show. I've, I've hey, watched comes, it in like six years. Do you, do you like years. her as a host on there? I have not seen She's the show out. in like six or seven years. I, once I got married, it was like, wow, I'm busy. Okay. Amy, Amy Farrah You can't Fowler. say that you liked something yeah. and you hadn't done it for seven years. <laughs> it's never I, I clearly said I used to watch the show. You said you were right up there with Ken Jennings. I've never <laughs> said that. I've never Apparently, they're doing it different because the Jeopardy fans. Here's a person using language. Oh, I tell oh, you, no. Well, I'm, I'm so upset about it. I'm going to say BS. <laughs> this current Jeopardy's BS. And uh, and it says, uh, well, can you ask it in the way of a question? <laughs> right. Are they making their what comments is? that way? Yeah. 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 What is annoying? Special theme shows. Uh, what is special theme shows? They hate these special themes. I don't know what this is. Anybody on our show want to attempt to actually pronounce the actress's name that Greg says her name is Maya Blossom? something. No? It's Maya Bollock or something like that. Or Metabolic. Better, Metabolic. Better, known, better known to Big Bang fans as Amy Farrah Fowler. How about this? Can anybody say the word, the, the name? Maya. Greg, will you Greg, just let me stop? stop. It's Greg. stop. Good gracious. And you're wrong. It's M A Y I M. Mayam. Mayam, and then B I A L I K. Bialik? Bialik? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, going, Rick, Rick. I'm going back I'm to Blossom. That one. Let me reel that one back in just and call her Blossom. Gre- yeah, yeah, just go with Greg. I'm going with Blossom. I'll, yeah, I want to see what it's Mayam Bialik. Bialik. Oh, you know, Bialik. Bialik. She should have changed that. She went in Adler, Adler will talk down to us. Yeah. Oh, Bialik. Yeah, I got it. He'll, he'll act like, you know. Hey, I am Bialik. Hey, you, Bialik. Hey, you rubes. This is right. I've never said. I don't even know what rube means. See there? Yeah. I'm over here trying to figure it out. I am Bialik. Also known as Blossom. Has it hit y'all that, that Jeopardy fans don't like Ken Jennings as a host? Well, they don't like Ken Jennings. No, what he, happened? He fell out. Well, what did he do? I don't do you know, am I right? Is he the one that won so much? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. Greg. <laughs> what Why happened, mad Adler, that he won? Since you know all about well, Jeopardy. The, what what yeah. did Maya and do? How'd she get on there? <laughs> she <laughs> was like a – they were. They was, she, she was, was kind of like a, a fill-in, well, a transitional host. She didn't win. Right. Well, Ken took over. she win celebrity? She's a neuroscientist, though. Really? And re- yeah, she is in real life. Really? Haven't really? you seen her commercial? Is she, she doing any for, neuroscience? For medicine. No. I doubt it. She she advertises something, and she says, I am a neuroscientist mm-hmm. in real life, but I'm... Oh, okay. She played one on Big So I'm going to get a prescription from Blossom? Funny. I don't think so. Listen, you tell old Blaylock... Then- 
All right, so uh, calm down. They somebody said they should hire Will Ferrell playing Alex Trebek. <laughs> yeah, listen, well, they used to do that on Saturday Night Live, and you had the guy that was doing Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. What what if they didn't did you, what if they didn't do Will Ferrell, but they did Will Smith, and he told all the complaining Jeopardy fans to get the mouth. name of Ken Jennings out of their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Saturday Night Live? And they do Black Jeopardy. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Guys, thank you for bringing that up. Well, they did it. Right. Get up with Keenan Thompson. Let me tell you, you, the back and forth with uh, uh, Daryl Hammond uh, playing Sean (laughs) Connery Connery. (laughs) with with Will Ferrell as Trebek. (laughs) And then when they bring Burt Reynolds on, he was as dumb as dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Connery would always try to do an innuendo. Oh, every time. Did you see the clip of Will Ferrell? um, Who? He's a pharaoh. <laughs> Mayim Bialik? I'm sorry, buddy. Go ahead. So Will Bialik, what now? Bubba's <laughs> <laughs> getting him to pop up some spark and try it again. <laughs> Did you see the clip of him DJing the uh, fraternity party at Southern California? I heard about it. Mm, I didn't. You are Rick, it, it said, what if you show up and this is what you say? He's got his hat on backwards, his sunglasses, and he's working the board. That's Isn't that funny? funny? That's great. Surely Every there's he, video of it. Somewhere. Oh, for sure. I, there is. Um, Evidently, his son is in that fraternity. Right. Who? <laughs> Will, Will Ferrell's son. From oh, what I can understand. you imagine? I noticed Will Ferrell is taking on, he's got a little bit. Just a little bit of Bill Murray to him, where he'll just show up. Oh yeah, you know it. Yeah. yeah, there it is. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> like a, it looks like a movie from, oh, that's funny. from old school or something. <laughs> yeah. Frank the Tank. Yeah, I just Frank the Tank. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Bubba, it's almost every day that Speedy, our producer, lays out a story that he wants you and I to read involving our help. Uh, so, did, did, uh, what is it today? Would you like to cut your risk of heart disease by twenty percent? Sure, why not? What, what why, do you why, think yes. is one thing you could do? Uh, by twenty, lose, by tw- lose hundred pounds. Well, quit smoking. <laughs> uh, well, no. Well, but all, donuts. all those, uh, all those are, are definitely will help. Uh, but, but a recent study published by the Medical Journal which I cannot uh, pronounce, uh, that they say, you've heard this uh, this before mentioned, take the stairs. Oh, Stairs. Yeah. Hey, we got that right here in the building. We got that. Well, And you know what? They, they, as many times as they clean that bathroom down here, I get to take them quite yeah. a bit. That's yeah. right. Or if you so, got to go up and get you a snack. Have you ever? Well, I think that cancels it out, though, Greg. Here's a snack does. Here, here's one thing I noticed. Depends on what you get. Here's yeah. one thing I noticed, and it happens a lot because I've done a tremendous amount of studies out in the lobby. Uh, all involving Sweet 200 and also a little bit of an inability to find Sweet 100. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so I helped somebody with that yesterday. But every single time someone is looking for Sweet 200 on level 100, and I will say, well, you know, this is this is the this is the first floor, so 200 would be on the second floor. Do you say it condescending like no, that? No, I don't. Uh-huh. And I and I, I try to be very nice and kind because, you know, you know uh, That's ev- your nature. Everybody but talks yeah. about yeah. that. Everybody I says mean, that. Yes. Uh, they say, you know, his kindness, his kindness is what draws people to him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, kindness and, only overshadows humility. Right, yes. Right, Th- yeah. Those two working yeah. hand in hand. Yep. And the one thing I like about myself the most <laughs> is my humility. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so... Uh, so the uh, yeah, That's a great line that always works. But anyway, <laughs> so... Um, I've noticed that not many takers, because I will say you could hit those steps right there. It's only one floor, but there is an elevator over there. Yeah. And I will say eight out of ten go to the elevator. Yeah. See, that's what's wrong with the world. To go man. up one floor. 
Oh, I do. I'll go to the elevator every chance I get. Bubba. But you need to wear them. Just, Why? There's 20%? There's wearing that knee out. It's a pretty good haul. Yeah. I, I could like give to run you, it. We could stand there, Rick, together, and I could give you pretty good odds on who's going to take the elevator and who's going to take the steps oh, yeah. based off just looking at it. That would be well, that is, I had one this morning. Minute, minute she busted through the door, I thought going right to the elevator. <laughs> Greg. Greg. She probably <laughs> listens. Is that the right. one that says, hey, Greg, I love the Greg, show? Greg, oh. I, I said it a nice way. Well, you didn't right. have to Nobody say that. All right, it's yeah. not a small sample. <laughs> 12. Me, there's you, plenty to pick from. You can tell when he gets off his meds. You can. It's just plain as day, and the ones around him suffer the most. He got narrowed down. There's more than enough to go around. 12 years of data. Over 458,000 people they studied. Take the stairs. And they say if uh, it, it revealed that climbing five flights of stairs per day could uh, decrease the risk of various things that are uh, under the heading of heart disease by 20%. Get that heart to working. Yeah. It also mentions it, two other uh, things other than cardiova- cardiovascular disease. There's another one. I guess that's just another cardiovascular disease. I can't pronounce them, but uh, but anyway. So I actually uh, run these stairs here when I have to go up. I run them. I have run them before. Are y'all in every other step? It's easier guy to or run every, them every other. Well, if, if you see me, what mode I'm in. If you see me running them, you realize why I've had to go to the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a great point. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> but then you got to be careful running in that situation. You know, too. isn't it true? That you one, need to hurry, but you also it may not be the greatest thing to do. There's right. a tremendous amount of truth in that. I feel like I need to hurry, but hurrying could cause this to, yeah. to go yeah. go poorly. Yeah. The jostling is not good. Yeah, and, and yeah, that, <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, I have. How about this? I, in this particular building, now I'm only talking about one, you know one flight of steps. What is it? Two up. It's two. Yeah, two. It's got yeah. a landing. We're, ta- we're talking about two flights of steps. Got a landing. One floor. I, I can say we've been here for what a year and ten months. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, Almost two like years. Yeah, and. I have never taken the elevator. I hadn't either. To me, it just it's such a short trip. The, the elevator almost takes more time than the Yeah, I, I always think, hey, I could already be there by the time I get up there. But, but we could put one of those chairs, one of those lift chairs, right. and nah, you could take yeah, it. Yeah, what about that? The, the elevator will do. Do you okay. venture to the second floor much? Uh, just when I have to, like you. Yeah. 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 Do you ever go there just for that snack area up there? I, I have in the past. I haven't been there a lot Yeah, I know she were doing that, but now you're not really doing yeah, that I haven't anymore. done that a lot lately, yeah. no. Um, after I ran I into the glass, I was a little traumatized. <laughs> I ain't been in there in a while. I wonder if the selection, what they got in yeah, there. Yeah, what they got in there, uh, What I would say about if them. Since you crashed last into Last time the, I was up there. Like uh, a red bird. That's what happened. <laughs> you know, I, have to, I have to ask the question that Jerry Seinfeld asked. Rick, why did you at least try to avoid the other person? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, Come right at it. It was your reflection. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> that guy looks a lot like me. <laughs> they got ramming oh, right in the head. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. A just a large, large, large cat going up. Fat there. cat going up the stairs. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, but I, I will say for that snack place up there, the selection. Here's the thing: if if you ever find something up there you like, they don't do a great job of keeping it stocked. I know. Have you noticed that? You know yeah, the big I, I fancy chocolate there, bars. Yeah, the, the restocking could could be better. <laughs> they they don't. The big oh. fancy chocolate bars. They don't. The, the selection was hurting a little good. bit last time I was up mm-hmm. there. I mean, when they started, it was jam packed. Any yeah. chance they got that drink we like? Uh, they do have yeah, yeah. it, but oh, they really? don't. But they don't keep it stocked very well. Yeah, okay. That disappoints you. Hey, everybody in the building really likes that drink. Well, I wish hey, the building people would take note of that. Right. Do you speaking to the building people? Well, remember that them. little funny story you did the other day about the carpet? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they, they, they contacted. Me. Did they really? <clears throat> yeah. And um, tell them how much we love. No, you? but I did tell them you were the new contact. Okay. And so they got your sale. I'll, what I'll, what I'll does y'all deal with that carpet? The carpet's fine. It does. There's That's the ugliest with mess I ever seen. <laughs> Buddy, you didn't say that the other day. Now I'm going to be back in Y'all there. think it looks, y'all like that. 
Casey, I do. Casey, I'm sorry. It's fine. Well, all I need is a pair of bell bottoms on and a big hat. I will say he's at a discotheque. Greg, I did say this. I did. There was they they put some of the carpet down. I walked in there, and Greg Brady thought it was his apartment. He don't drown. Come here when he goes. Here we go. And we're off. I would like to see them match it out here. They are. They are. Ricky, he told me he couldn't believe that Marsha was dating Warren Mulaney. <laughs> right, we're in the break room now. Yeah. Y'all are still on air. Greg, you know they're going to replace yeah. our door out here with beads. <laughs> Come right through. Sorry, Casey. So y'all think that that's a good pattern? I do. No. I don't think there's anything wrong it, with that You carpet. put that in your house. This out here? I, this is not a house. No. Here. No. 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 I love this out yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're talking about the one to make. I'm talking about the giraffe print. I'm talking about the giraffe print. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, there's Bubba going on. Bubba got you covered right here. There you go, Bubba. Headed to the snack bar. Love his cat's laptop. That's so good. How about He's got enough time to return emails. That's how long that thing takes. But the... I kind of like to ride on it just for fun. So did, did you get? Did you get? Uh, no, they no, just they, were, uh, were they rather it's not. They thought it? they thought it was pretty that funny. Mem- they said that they memo had... didn't get to Greg. I'll tell well, you. I mean, it looks had... like paint's going on the walls next, and, uh, and of course y'all make that. fun of that too. Uh-huh. Well, like, they've uh, got, there are people out there right now. Uh, I bet they're about to start. They working need to pick it up. I think it was one of the days that you were going to the fall tournament. Yeah. Oh yeah, you missed it. So they're they're referencing. It would have been a bad day for you. Yeah. They're referencing what happened. You know how you know how. You know, I we, we tend to pop off and make a few jokes. Oh, and sometimes, sure. sometimes we don't we don't know everybody's connection. Right. I was you can double back. I was you. doing one liners about the carpet, talking to the person who picked it out. Didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. Rick. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. And they were trying to tell Rick. Mm. Yeah, they were you trying know, to like, wave him off, and right. he didn't see. Yeah. It. I wonder what, what, what when they made the final choice, what it was down to. I'd like to see what it, that, that particular print was up against. Zebra. Yeah, I mean, that'd be something really gaudy. I'm sorry, We're doing it again, doing the whole thing again. (laughs) Rick called it the jungle room. (laughs) I said, everybody seen Elvis? I like it. I like it. It's lively. Yeah, it It gives a good feel to it. Greg, that explains that TV over there with a shotgun blaster. (laughs) Greg, when they reach out, it's going to be a 205 number. Yeah, I'll put you on the screen. Look, if you're going to put it down there, people are going to have their own no, opinion. Uh, Casey, yeah, he, he, he would not say to the person. Casey did reach out. He said, I, I actually went and pulled up the show and watched it. I couldn't this morning. Right. He thought it was pretty it's fun. Seems, oh, it's fun. all in good I fun. I did think that they had found some old carpet and put it out until they got what they had ordered back then. It's all in that's, good fun. You know, they had that flood out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they said the paint they're about to do, psychedelic. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to give him your contact. Rick, they got a couple of lava lamps they're going to put out. It's going to really set it off. They said on, when we go up the second floor, it's going to say, keep trucking. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I know we have uh, we have some some Biden stuff. Uh, and, and Biden, you know, the person that he is now, uh, a lot of times forgets of the things he said, you know, earlier. Uh, so Chuck we'll uh, we'll Chuck, there we go. Stand up, Chuck. Yeah. Come and see you. Yeah. Oh, God, love you. What am I talking about? Now think about how long ago that was. Think about how long ago that was. Yeah. How he yes. sounds different, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Basement Joe. All right, so let's uh, let's uh, Bubba TV four. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I right, saw so, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, somebody needs to yell mer- mercy at some point. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Um, there we go. So, Rick, this is a flashback to 2008, and uh, Biden is going to be talking about leaving billions of dollars of weapons behind 
that will once be uh, that will eventually be used against our grandchildren someday. The yep. difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the pre I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday. Hmm. Well, look at him getting all dramatic. Wow. Uh, getting wow. just, I mean, so really he, yeah. didn't, he didn't list his own advice when he, he came didn't. to Afghanistan, did he? Nope. So he's terrifying these people that these same weapons you leave behind will be used against your grandchild and mine someday. Uh, and the only way you can get out of a place quickly is to leave a bunch of dangerous stuff behind. Mm. And then he does that in, Af in Afghanistan, and we're supposed to get, uh, applaud him and, and, and talk about what a great job he did. So wow. check this next one out. He's going to be talking about, it's a, it's a little longer clip, but it's uh, him talking about slamming uh, President Bush on weak border policies oh, and goodness. building a wall. <gasps> it makes sense that no great nation can be in a position where they can't control their borders. Oh my goodness. It matters how you control your borders. Not just for immigration, but it matters for drugs, terror, a whole range of other things. Here's the conclusion I come up with. And it's sort of in equal parts. We have to, we have to. And I had been arguing for, when I'm back in my days as chairman of the Judiciary Committee and straight through as the leader of the Foreign Relations Committee. I've been arguing for the need to put more protection at our borders, meaning that you have more border guards. This president, refusing to add the number of border guards, now said he has to send the, send the National Guard down. He, he vetoed. He, he was against adding the number of border guards. I only can suggest the reason he was is because he needed that money for his tax cuts that were unnecessary. I'm not being facetious. Mm. I'm being serious. Again, tell, show me what you value. Same line. He had put a higher value on tax cuts for the wealthy than he did on protecting the border. And all of a sudden, the public responds, and now he says, now we've got to send the National Guard down there that's already overstretched by God knows how much. You know the units going in and out of your own state going to Iraq and to Afghanistan. So I think what you have to do is you have to have a significant increase in the security at the border, including limited elements where you actually have a fence. There we go. Not a fence 3,000 miles like these folks are talking about, but you've got to, there are certain places people can go over and under a fence, but you can't take 100 kilos of cocaine over and under a fence. And what you do when you have limited places where fences are in populated areas, you force these drug dealers and others around, making it easier to apprehend because there's fewer places to come through. So I think the combination of virtual fencing, some fencing, additional, um, additional border patrol is important. Good night. <clears throat> it sounds like a good plan. I, 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 I kind of agree. For, I'd I, vote for that guy. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that, Biden. Right See, there. that's the way the wind was blowing then. Yeah. Yeah. He changes whatever way it's blowing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Right, Joey. Wow. <laughs> Not we love each other, Joey. I'm so, serious. So this is yeah, the thing. serious then, too. Yeah, this is the thing where we find the current president in an argument with himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> For many reasons. For yes. many reasons. And listen to how he was talking then compared to now, too. Oh, wow. Oh, my God.
And yeah. he was asked just this, I guess, last last week, do walls work? Yeah. And he, he said, said no. no. Tell that to every single civilization in the history of the entire world. Right. Tell that to the Vatican right now. Tell that tell that to every country. Yeah. Tell it to heaven. Tell it to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> tell it to heaven. I love it. Yeah, the, the, the wall thing has been pretty effective yeah. uh, over over time if you want to try to vet people and, and decide who can come in and who can't. It so certainly the, slows down the masses, that's for sure. The Great Wall of China. That's they built wall. that just for fun, I guess. Right. For no yeah, reasons. Right. Well, and the bigger point is he, too, knows it's a good strategy when it was, as Greg said, when it was politically expedient to say that he did. Yeah, that's what you know. he does. So does he? which one does he believe? We don't really know don't because know. he's just going with whatever the current uh, environment would demand from him right. based on the letter by his name. That's right. it. It's crazy. Yeah. And, it's uh, crazy. There he there is. There he sits right there. And there's purple suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody believes he can run again. Tell me that. I know y'all, I keep bringing this up. Nobody really believes that. Politics, right. take politics and throw them out. Right. I'm just yeah. talking about. He it's is running again, Rick, How? and he is going to be the Democratic nominee yep. because no RFK way. just dropped out. That's right. I did. I'm an independent. Yeah, it's getting still, good. Yeah, it's more wavery. On. You mean yeah, like you got to get you got to get quiver. No, no. Sit on Helmsy's knee and let him bounce you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let let Abner bounce you like he did Ezra. Yeah. You know. By the way, have you already finished that drink? Yeah. He's not a sipper. He's a golfer. Well, no, he's not. That sales is pretty down. good. That's pretty good stuff. Do you like it? I did. Don't saying, tell folks about it. Up. They already can't keep That's them pretty in. Pretty good. His posture's yeah. even better. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I took him to the snack bar. I just put it on my story. It, the whole process is funny. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, even you know, if even if it's <clears throat> it's a good clean energy, it's a good yeah. way to get something. If you want a little something yeah, different, pretty good. Yeah, because I know you. You know, it's you not coffee, it. but I mean, no, it's, it's like two cups of coffee. Yeah, you rush through it. Yeah, even says I'm playing. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to be with us tomorrow for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. You know, a lot of events happening on the world stage. We'll bring them to you as they happen in only a way that Rick and Bubba can. Right here on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.